the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS. Back in Nashville, the Blue Raiders have a new pitcher, and it's Jack Julian, a right-hander. And John, get us up to date there. All right, as soon as I find it. <laughs> uh, he pitched uh, last weekend. He uh, had uh, one appearance through. Uh, let me find myself here. All right, he uh, went three innings, uh, gave up four hits. Four runs, all earned, uh, four walks, one strikeout. And right now it's uh, in a, a 12.00 ERA. I don't think that'll last long, yeah. I hope. Yeah, he started <laughs> He started the Saturday game against St. John's. Right, went three innings and uh, gave up four runs. You're talking about the competition last weekend with UNC Wilmington and St. John's listening to the broadcast I did not realize I knew St. John's had been a powerhouse in the northeast yeah did not realize they had been to 37 college world series yeah that's, that's a, a ton that, and when you think of uh, how many people that have never been to one that have good programs that's correct Grayson Taylor is the batter he'll be the first batter that Julian faces the right-hander delivers and Pitches low and outside for ball one. Runners at first and third. Campbell at third. Capabianco at first. 4-1 game, and you want to hold them right here. That one's in for a strike. One ball, one strike. We talked about the, the tight confines here at Rose Park, and and that, uh, that mound actually looks closer than 60 feet, 6 inches, just uh, from, from this vantage point where we are. Yeah. 1-1 one, one delivery, swing and a miss at a high fastball, and Grayson Taylor had ideas of extending the lead right there. He took a, a mighty, mighty swing of that ball. One ball and two strikes on Taylor. Big pitch for Julian. That one just misses, and it's two and two. Campbell at third, Capabianco at first. And a 2-2 count on Taylor. Julian with the delivery, ground ball to short. It'll be taken by Lopez. He'll go to second for one and to first, not in time. And a run will score to make it five to one. Campbell scores as the Raiders tried to pick up two. That'll be a fielder's choice, six to four for the second out of the inning. That run will be charged to Siebert and uh, Taylor and that is an unearned run uh, Taylor will uh, belong to uh, Siebert as well that'll bring up Austin Aaron E-H-R-E-N 
First pitch is low for ball one. And because Capabianco reached on an error, anything scored after this is also unearned. Ground ball foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. Five to one game. It's tough not making that play on the yeah. ball at first base. One-one delivery in for a strike, and it's a ball in two strikes with two outs. This game is official with Belmont having the lead in the bottom of the fifth inning. And we keep checking the radar, expecting some precipitation at some point. Here's a ground ball or a fly ball to the right side. Well, now, wait a minute. We got an interference call there? I think that's what we got. We got a catcher's interference call, and that's going to put Aaron on. Well, that's one you don't see that often. So an interference call puts Aaron on at first. It's first and second with two outs. And that will take us back to the top of the order, and Guy Lipscomb is the batter. Flurry starting in 18 minutes is what it uh, <laughs> says. That's what it tells you. With uh, heavy snow coming in 32 minutes. Nothing like uh, having snow come at rush hour, huh? Well, looking at my radar, it looks like now that we're going to get solid precipitation and not rain. Uh. Here's a ball that gets away, and nobody can advance. So two balls and no strikes on Lipscomb. Chip, that radar is nasty looking. There's a ground ball to the right side taken by Thomas. He'll take it himself, and the Blue Raiders get out of trouble without any more damage here in the fifth. In the inning, there was a run on one hit, and there was one error, and one man left on base. So as we go to the sixth, it's now Belmont five, Middle Tennessee one. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Top of the sixth inning here in Nashville. Ethan Harden is the new pitcher for Belmont. Harden, six feet, 175, a freshman out of Battleground Academy in Franklin. And he'll be facing the three, four, and five hitters for Middle Tennessee. There's a ball hit in the air to the left side. That wind continues to look to be picking up. Yeah, definitely. And we're kind of on a hilltop here at Rose Park, and it gives us a a pretty decent view. The visibility (laughs) out that way is not great. There's a ball hit in the air, popped up by Morgan, and it will be caught by the third baseman, Jarvis, so a pop-up to the five for one out. That'll bring up third baseman Brett Coker. So that the flurries and followed by heavier snow is almost here to Nashville. It looks like Murfreesboro is going to be in the green, which is rain. Well, it's been drizzling since this morning, so yep. Ball what else back is to new, the screen. Right? Yep, right? Straight back to the screen by Coker. It's 0-1. That's correct. Two-strike pitch coming and swing oh. at a high fastball by Coker, and down he goes. Oh, that was one of those baseballs up in his eyes. Looks like a beach ball, and there is absolutely no way that you can connect with it. Then uh, he just went right up the ladder on him. Now, Tatsunori Nagishi has been a bright spot in the Blue Raider offensive lineup today with two hits. Scored the Blue Raiders' only run, but he takes a strike. Get your final line on Lane Lambert here in a moment. Ground ball nubbed towards second to Gishi down the line, but they'll get him on a 4-3 putout. Got down the line in a hurry, but a quick 1-2-3 for middle in the top of the sixth. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's still Belmont 5, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go Blue and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We head to the bottom of the sixth today at Rose Park in Nashville, Middle Tennessee, and Belmont. And John Barron's the right fielder, will lead it off for the Bruins, taking on. Jack Julian, who is the Blue Raiders' third pitcher. And the first pitch is high and outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Second pitch is a ground ball foul toward the Belmont dugout. Not a ton of folks here today, but the ones that are, are completely wrapped up in jackets, blankets, hats, scarves, gloves, whatever they can find warm they're using. 1-1 pitch, bounced foul, back behind the plate. Barron's had a single, stole a base his last time up. One for three on the day, and a 1-2 pitch coming to him here. That one stays high, and it's two and two. Julian ready. That one's outside. Three balls and two strikes. That one is out of the zone and a walk for Barons. That's the first walk given up by Julian and the third walk for Blue Raider pitching. That'll bring up Brady Heaton. Heaton has scored a run today. One for three, doubled and scored in the first. Heaton swung and struck out in the third and was called out on strikes in the fourth. They throw over to first, and Barron's is back in, in time. There's a ball hit hard past third and gets into the outfield. That'll be held up for a single. 
as Galloway came in, and it just got by a diving Brett Coker. So the first two base runners are on here in the sixth inning. And that hit is the tenth of the game for Belmont and the first off of Julian. The catcher's interference in the fifth inning, that does go down as an E2. The Blue Raiders have three errors on their side of the ledger this afternoon. But first and second and no outs here in the sixth. Julian's pitch bounced straight up and behind the home plate umpire. So it's 0-1 on Logan Jarvis. Final numbers on Lamberth. He went three innings, giving up two hits, no runs, no walks, and a strikeout. There's a swing and a miss, and Jarvis in an 0-2 hole. Just a brutally cold day here in Nashville and snow on the way, according to the radar. Two strikes on Jarvis. And the pitch is in there and a swing and a miss for a strike. Down goes Jarvis. And for Jack Julian, his first strikeout. Carson Shacklett, the designated hitter, comes to the plate with one out and runners at first and second. I think the flurries, they're getting close if they haven't gotten here already. Shacklett on the day, two hits. Two for three, popped up his last time up. Has a single and a double, and here swings and misses for strike one. Five-one Belmont, bottom of inning number six. Five runs on ten hits for Belmont, a run on seven hits for the Blue Raiders. That one outside, it's one and one. One ball, one strike pitch for Julian. Right back to the screen. Fouled straight back. So it's one and two. One ball and two strikes on Shacklett. He'll try to tease the runner down at second. Fausto Lopez walked in behind him. Now they reset here to the plate. That one stayed outside. The ball comes out of the catcher's hands. Both runners advance as they were stealing. 
and Spears could just not get a handle on it, and the runners move up to second and third. So stolen bases there. That is, that's a case where you're just not feeling the baseball. Right. But Belmont has kept the pressure on and with a 5-1 to one lead have runners at second and third and one out here in the sixth inning. And a 2-2 count on Shacklett. And the pitch to the plate just outside, and it goes three and two. Three balls and two strikes on Shacklett. Jack Julian to the plate, and ball four will load him up. That's going to be the fourth walk of the day for Blue Raider pitching. The second for Jack Julian. So first, second, and third now with one out. And that'll bring up Jackson Campbell, the catcher. So just one out in the inning and another major threat for Belmont. Already up 5-1. to one. First pitch to the plate up in his eyes, and it is 1-0. So you were outside. Is it as brutal as it appears? Yes, every bit of it. I might uh, thaw it a little bit. (laughs) Day after tomorrow. There's one that gets by, and nobody can advance. That one was in the dirt and got by the catcher, Spears, but not far enough away for anybody to try to move up. You've got Barons at third, Heaton at second, Shacklett at first, and just one out in the inning and a 2-0 count on Campbell. That's why there weren't more wild pitches that night down at Greer Stadium with Rick Ann Keel. There just wasn't any place to go. 2-0, that one's upstairs. And it's 3-0. And there is nowhere to put Campbell. 3-0 delivery. Ball four. That's going to walk in a run. RBI for uh, Campbell. RBI for Campbell and a second walk in the inning. Or is that the third walk in the inning? You're correct. That is the third walk of the innings. That gets a mound visit. Yep, Jerry Myers coming to the mound. Nobody (coughs) warming up. Or is or was there somebody? Yep, there was. So timeout on the field as we have a pitching change, and we'll get you the new Blue Raider pitcher. When we return, you're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas. 
Care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Back in Nashville, there's another Blue Raider pitcher, the fourth of the day. That is Dustin Sprong. Sprong is a right-hander. 6'3", 175 from Morgantown, Indiana. Transfer from Howard College. And... Making his Blue Raider debut. Bases are still loaded. One batter has been walked home. And Jack Capabianco, the second baseman, is the scheduled hitter for Belmont. With the bases full of Bruins. Night falling on the city of Nashville and just getting a little little colder and that breeze still continuing to blow from the north, coming in from left center right toward the plate. So everybody set, warm-up pitches are complete for, for Sprong. And Capabianco, the batter, takes a ball, and it's 1-0. One ball and no strikes. Sprong with a pitch, foul back. It's 1-1. Umpire walks back, picks up that baseball, looks it over, and puts it back in his ball bag. No damage, apparently. One ball, one strike. There's a slow roller to the right side. They'll throw to Sprong, who will, well, did they say it was foul? Everybody's. Apparently so. Everybody is. Retreating. Retreating and. So the batter still Capabianco, and the count is one ball and two strikes. With one out in the inning, bases are still loaded for Belmont, and the Bruins still lead six to one. 
The pitch to Capabianco in the dirt and saved by Spears. It's two and two. Only one double play so far in this ballgame, and it was turned by Belmont. It'd be a good time for the Raider defense to turn one here. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and down he goes. Capabianco strikes out, and Dustin Sprong has the ability to say that he struck out his first ever batter in college. Oh, in Division One. In Division One, that's correct, because he did, he was playing elsewhere, but down on strikes goes Capabianco for the second out of the inning. And that'll bring up shortstop Grayson Taylor. Still, bases loaded. Taylor, that one gets away, but it's off the foot of Spears. He thought it went to the right. Instead, it went to the left, but was able to chase it down. He got some good guidance from either the dugout or from Sprong. Sprong did a good job of getting in quickly. He, uh, he understood what was going on. That's what he's got to do. Yeah, you've got to get in to help your catcher right there. 1-0 delivery in the dirt again. And after... Whatever he's throwing is giving Spears a lot of trouble. Yeah. He struck out Capabianco. And, and again, Spears is having a hard time getting it boxed up. 2-0 there's outside. It's 3-0. Looks like he's throwing mostly fastballs. That, uh, is that way you're reading it, Chip? That's what it looks like to me. He hasn't come with anything breaking unless it was a slider. But a 3-0 count on Taylor into the plate there. Not going to. Oh. Another walk and another run. That run will be charged to Julian. Yep. It's now eight to one. And three walks in the last four batters. All the runs are all the runs are earned this inning. Plate umpire uh Having words with the Blue Raider dugout yet again. In this inning, you've had one, two, three, four walks and two hit. Four walks and a hit. And two strikeouts. That's correct. The batter now is Austin Aaron. Seven to one Belmont. So that means that Heaton's the only uh, batter that's put the ball in play. In this inning, that's correct. Wow. There's a ball hit foul. One ball and no strikes on Aaron, who is 0 for 1. Now, he's got quite a line here. He reached on a fielder's choice and then reached on a catcher's interference. And in between that, well, actually, he's 0 for 0 because he's got a sacrifice in there. 1-1 pitches outside, sailed away, and Sprong has had 
his catcher Spears bouncing around back there trying to corral things. Whatever he's throwing must have some movement on it. Two balls, one strike on Austin Aarons. And the pitch here, strike called at the knees. That was a breaking pitch of some sort. Yeah, that's the first one I've seen. Deuce is wild again here in the bottom of the sixth inning. 2-2 count with two outs. Need to get out of the inning right here. The pitch, swing and a foul. We'll stay alive. Little inside-out swing. Sent that ball over towards the first base dugout. Base is still loaded. Shacklett now at third. Campbell now at second. Taylor at first. 2-2 delivery. Outside. Did he go around? No. No. And it's 3-2. Way that one uh, went. That might have been a slider. Players trying to keep themselves loose and warm on the field. Shoot. I'm not sure that's possible tonight. Mm-mm. Three-two pitch coming to Aaron's down the third baseline, and it's going to be a wow <laughs> an unassisted play at third by Brett Coker on a fielder's choice, as he was able to get Campbell out on a five unassisted for the third out of the inning, and in the inning for Belmont, they scored two runs on one hit. There were three men left and there were no errors. We head on to the top of the seventh. 7-1 Belmont on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. 17. Okay. 
Caleb Geiswhite, the Nick Almont. First pitch for Middle Tennessee is a fly ball to right. And Galloway is out. Number 17, Caleb Geiswhite, right-handed pitcher from Greenbrier, played at White House Heritage High School. So an F9 for Galloway for the first out. That'll bring up Mason Spears. First pitch to Spears is inside and low for ball one. Spears will sleep good tonight. He's he's had to work today. 1-0 pitch. That one's high and outside from Geiswhite. The 2-0 pitch misses the final numbers on Harden. He goes an inning. And... It's one, two, three, wasn't it? Yep, that was it. Nothing, nothing one more. One strikeout. One, one strikeout. Yes. Count goes to three and one on Spears and Geis White with the pitch foul back, and it's three and two. Geis White becomes the fourth pitcher used by Dave Jarvis today. 3-2 delivery, and they're going to say it hit him. And Mason Spears. Oh, that can't be pleasant. Yeah. Looks like he'd got him on the hand. Yeah. It, well, Murphy's Law would say that it probably did on a cold day like today. So the first hit batter of the day. So a base runner with one out. And Bryson Thomas to the plate. We're going to have a pinch runner. Yep. Number 40. Well, you might have heard Jim Toman in the background. He's just talking with the home plate umpire. He says, every time I try to do something, you argue with me. And he said, I was just trying to get a pinch runner in the game. Jared, Jared Vitato is the pinch runner. And Austin Ball is the pinch hitter. Ball swings and misses, so a runner on, and the count 0-2 on ball. Ball is a big cat, 6'4", 235, a junior from Palmyra, Pennsylvania. There he goes down on strikes, swings and misses on three pitches. And they're two away in the seventh. And that will bring up Luke Vinson. So the pinch hitter, Vitato, 
freshman from Gallatin, played at Davidson Academy. Benson. First pitch is a ball. delivery coming. Swing and a miss there. One ball, one strike on Vinson with two out in the inning. Geis White to the plate. Swing and a foul. So there's just saw that there is a uh, the basketball courts at Murphy Center will be redesigned for next season. Really, and you can uh, put in your own design. There's a contest that runs through March 20th. You can go to GoBlueRaiders.com to find out more about that. Bouncing ball to the right side. So is it going to be a new floor or is probably just new paint job. The new okay. the floor was changed not that long ago. Yeah. I was thinking that was fairly new. The yeah, the actual wood. But next year will be the 50th anniversary year of Murphy Center. Call strike 3 on Vincent. He goes down. For the third out of the inning. In the inning, no runs or hits. One man left and no errors. It's seventh inning stretch time at Rose Park. We'll take a timeout. Back for the bottom of the seventh after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Bottom of the seventh here in Nashville, and the entire between innings has been a conversation involved with the umpires and Coach Jim Toman and someone in the Blue Raider dugout has gotten under the skin of one of the umpires. Raiders make a change at catcher as it is uh, you had a pinch runner when Mason Spears reached base. So the new catcher is Briggs Rudder. 
And a new first baseman. And that is... Austin Ball. Uh, did he stay in? No, he did not. Uh, Zach, uh, let's see, uh, Jacob Williams. Jacob Williams. He replaces Bryson Thomas. Rudder in. See if there are any more changes. Toman's got his clipboard out there and seeing precipitation on the window. Uh, we do have a new second baseman. KB Peralta. So if that's going to be a straight change there. What number is he? Did you see? He is uh, 41. Number two center fielder guy. There he is. 41 KB Peralta. Bottom of the seventh for Belmont. They lead seven to one. And it's the top of the order. Guy Lipscomb and Sprong in his second inning of work. Had a pitch sail on him there. And the 2-0 misses badly. It's 3-0. And we have a change in left field as well. That's uh, Brian Dillingham now. pitch, misses, and Lipscomb walks on four straight pitches. Right fielder number one, John Barron. And that'll bring up John Barron's, the right fielder. So Sprong with his second walk since coming into the ballgame. Runner goes, and the throw down to second, not in time. So, runner at second now with no outs, and a one-strike count on Barron's. Well, on a day like today, you got somebody that can run. You got a new catcher. You want to find out whether or not that uh, he's warm enough to make the throw. Pitch fouled away by Barons, and it's 0-2. And my guess is uh, Briggs Rudder was not thinking about having a catch today. I would say that's probably right. Two strike count on Barons. And a fake toss to second base. (laughs) That was a real fake, fake toss. Sprong 
Runner takes a big lead. That pitch missed high and outside. Ball one. It's one and two. Sprong checks the runner, comes home, and the runner goes. The ball hit high in the air towards center field. Vinson ranges over. He'll make the catch for out number one, and Lipscomb will retreat back to second. He was all the way, all the way to third base. Yeah, he was. First base, number 33. So one out in the bottom of the seventh. Blue Raiders have... Six more outs to try to get some runs. But they've got to get Belmont's bats cooled off on this cold, cold day. There's one that gets away. Runner will move up. That'll be a wild pitch. A wild pitch by Sprong. Puts the runner at third with one out. Again, the Blue Raiders will be heading out from campus about 6.30 in the morning to catch a flight to Myrtle Beach, where I am guessing it will be a bit warmer than it is here tonight. <laughs> Just, I'm no meteorologist, but I know things. Well, and I can tell you that... Uh, just down the road from Myrtle Beach. It's 66 in Charleston as we speak. 1-1 one, one pitch here and again. 66. Rudder has to go flying for the ball. and 66 would be almost tropical compared to this, wouldn't it? That's correct. <laughs> A mere 30 degree, 35 degrees more than what we're experiencing <laughs> right now. But come on out to Murphy Center tomorrow night. It'll be nice and warm for the Blue Raiders and... The Marshall Thundering Herd, middle trying to get win number 21 tomorrow night. That's another pitch way outside. And Sprong has had the catchers bouncing around oh, everywhere gosh. back yeah. there. And Big Bradley Heaton at the plate. 3-1 and a strike called. It's 3-2. and two. Oh, This has been a fun Blue Raider basketball team to watch, Chip. You've Boy, seen them every day, but uh, yeah, from the stands, I can tell you, I, I enjoy watching them. There's a pitch outside and another walk. This will put Heaton on. And it remains... Runners at first and third. And that is going to be the third walk and the eighth walk of the day for Blue Raider yeah. pitching. Which is, uh, you think about the first four or five innings and uh, walks were few and far between. And we're going to have a new pitcher. Yeah, Jerry Myers coming out with a purpose. And a pitching change to be made. We'll take the break here and be back to tell you who it is in just a moment. From Nashville, you're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU. The University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Braden Jones, the new pitcher for Middle Tennessee, the fifth of the day. Jones, a right-hander, 6'4", 180, sophomore from... Knoxville, Tennessee, played at South Doyle High School, and while he continues his warm-ups, let's pause for stations to identify themselves on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Chip Walters, John Callow with you from Rose Park in Nashville. Middle Tennessee trailing 7-1. The Blue Raiders scored their only run back in the seventh, and they've really not done much anything offensively since then. But Belmont has peppered. They have scored in one, two, three, four different innings, and we're here in the seventh with the runner in scoring position. So only the second and third innings have been clean for the Blue Raider defense. But Braden Jones, ready for his first pitch. And it's low for a ball. Well, you hate giving up those runs that they didn't earn. Lipscomb at third and Heaton at first. And the batter is Logan Jarvis, and the pitch to him is in for a strike, and it's one and one. Jarvis is 0 for 3 with a walk today. Struck out his last time up. He walked back in the first. 1-1 delivery. Oh, there you go. In there for a strike, a curveball. And that one, what he did with his hand there, you, you never saw the ball until it was coming out. Yeah. One-two delivery. Again, bouncing ball here. It'll be taken by Lopez and no no play anywhere. Run scores. You had 
the third baseman Coker coming across. He couldn't get to it. Lopez then had the ball, but it was such a slow roller that nobody had a chance to make a play. But Lipscomb will score. Heaton will go to second. And another infield hit for Belmont to make it eight to one. That run will be charged to Sprong. And Jones gives up his first hit. The batter now is Shacklett, and he takes a ball. Some more action heading out to the Blue Raider bullpen. One ball and no strikes. Mm. Inside for ball two. That looked like a pretty good pitch to me, Chip. Blue Raiders have thrown 179 pitches to this point. That was number 180. It also missed. It was a ball. 180 pitches for middle, and Belmont pitching has thrown 97. I was just going to say, this guy at point in a ball game, 190 ought to be the total for both teams. And that would still be too many. 3-0 misses and on four pitches. That'll load them up again. Shacklett walks and that will be the 3-5-6-7-8. That's the ninth walk for Blue Raider pitching today. 11 hits. Nine walks. So 20 have gotten on base. Well, there was also that catcher's interference. Right. You've got, yeah, you've got two errors or three errors. Jackson Campbell is the batter. He doubled and scored back in the fifth. Walked to drive in a run in the sixth. Here's a ground ball to the left side. It's going to get through for at least one run. They'll hold him up there at third. Scoring is Heaton. Going to second, or going to third, rather, is Jarvis. Going to second is Shacklett, and Campbell is on with a base hit. So two hits in the inning, two runs have scored. And it's now nine to one. Jack Capabianco. Blue Raiders have the infielders in at the corners. First pitch to Capabianco misses for a ball. They're moving the first baseman back. Still Coker is in halfway at third. And a new round of precept on the window there. Yep. The 1-0 pitch misses. It's 2-0. 
this is harder than it was a few minutes ago. Yes, just by counting the spots on the window, you can tell that for sure. 2-0 in there for a strike, and it's 2-1. and one. Miserable weather and then kind of a miserable game for the Blue Raiders as yeah. they have seen themselves walk nine batters, give up 12 hits. Here's a swing and a miss. Strike two. It's two and two. Well, it was a tie ball game, 1-1 after three innings. But then uh, over the fourth, fifth, and sixth, uh, Belmont has scored six runs in those three innings alone. Kind of cracked this thing open. to Capabianco, sliced foul down the left side. 9-1, Belmont with the lead. Two balls, two strikes, and Braden Jones takes a long time getting the sign. Now the pitch to the plate, swing and a miss and down goes Capabianco on a strikeout. First for Jones. Sixth for Blue Raider pitching. And there are two outs in the seventh. They've got a heater going over in the uh, Belmont dugout. There was one down in the Blue Raider dugout as well, one of those jet heaters. Yeah, that's what's going on over there. First pitch to Taylor is inside for ball one. It's 1-0. and oh. Jones comes and strike call there. But he hides he hides the ball. Yep. Does a good job with that. One ball, one strike. And the pitch to him just inside. Kind of three quarters on his delivery. Taylor has two hits today. Had one in the second, one in the fourth. He also scored in the fourth. He is two for three with a walk. Had a reached on a fielder's choice in the fifth. Two-one delivery here. Slice down the right side. That's going to get in for extra bases. That's going to score at least two runs. The throw to second is not going to be in time, and it's now 11-1. to one. A two-run double for Grayson Taylor. And it'll be runners at second and third. So two more runs score. They have put four across here in the seventh inning. And another hit as well. And we know the answer to one of your questions earlier, John. We're not playing 10-run rule. We're not playing 10-run rule tonight, apparently. 
11 to 1, Belmont with two outs in the bottom of the seventh. And Jones pitching to Aaron. Misses for ball one. Bouncing ball to the left side. Coker gloves, throws, and in time. And Belmont sends nine men to the plate in the seventh inning and score four more runs in the inning. It is four runs on one, two, three hits, and there were two men left on base. We head to the top of the eighth, 11-1. Belmont leading Middle Tennessee on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Welcome back to Nashville, and the skies have opened up, and it is raining pretty hard right now. Dusty Baird is the new pitcher, 6'8", 220 grad student from Indianapolis, Indiana, a transfer from Brown University. But the game continues. It's it's raining pretty hard. It is. Rain is not really an issue with this turf. It is a synthetic field. Middle Tennessee. KB KB Peralta leads off for the Blue Raiders. Peralta subbed in and was playing second base. First pitch a strike, the 0-1 pitch. Misses, it's one and one. Chip, the rain has set in and uh, not supposed to let up until, oh, mid-morning tomorrow. Or actually, uh, early afternoon tomorrow. That's great. <laughs> it's a good day to get on, the, on an airplane to South Carolina tomorrow. Or, or anywhere warm. Yeah. 1-1 pitch misses, and it's 2-1. and one. 
Well, I mean, they can't keep the baseball dry now. No. No, this is brutal. I guess you can't call for the tarp since they haven't got one. (laughs) It's correct. (laughs) 2-1 is low, and it's 3-1. I mean, conditions have really deteriorated here in the last little bit. This is just not fair to either team. Three one is a strike and it's three and two. I mean it always looks when you look into the lights and see the rain, it always looks worse than it is, but it's coming down really hard now. Bouncing ball up the middle be taken by the shortstop. He'll throw to first for out number one. So Peralta is out six to three. For the first out, and scientifically, I'm not sure how it's raining and not snowing. (laughs) (laughs) What does your radar say? Radar says it's snowing. Snowing. But <laughs> we must be right on that edge. We must be. <laughs> Fausto Lopez is the batter and takes a ball. It's 1-0. and oh. 1-0 pitch to Lopez is in there for a strike. So one ball, one strike, one out. Top of the eighth in an 11 to 1 game. Belmont with the good side of that. There's a pitch that misses. It's 2 and 1. Dusty Baird. He's a big cat, 6 foot 8. pitch. Misses, it's three and one. And they are throwing baseballs out of this game left and right. If it hits the ground, he's throwing it out. Three one delivery, misses, ball four, and Lopez is on. That's only the second walk given up by Belmont pitching today, and that'll bring up designated hitter Wyatt Morgan. Yeah, there's a big difference in this ballgame. They've uh, walked two, hit one, and we've walked, what, nine? Yes. And we'll have a pinch runner. It's number 45. For middle, that is... Easton Snyder, Eston Snyder, freshman from Franklin, went to Page High School. So Snyder, the pinch runner.
The batter is Morgan. One out top of the eighth. Strike called. And more traffic heading out toward the bullpen. Strike call there, and it's 0-2. You know, in 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 this these conditions, I'm not sure what you get done that's productive. I don't know. And you're talking about one of the ways you can tell how hard it's raining is look down here in the uh, in, on the little on the on deck circle. Yep, where it's bouncing. You can see the you can see the water bouncing off of that, and water starting to stand on it because it's just a flat piece of plastic or something. Ball and two strikes on Morgan. Foul back to the screen. I hope a catcher doesn't have to go. Uh, I was just, well. I thought the guy was going to come pick that thing up. You know, I, I was about to say I hope the a catcher doesn't have to go back there and try and make a play in that area because that thing. There's one on each side. Yeah, so. th- those things turn slippery in a hurry. And they come up, so they probably ought to be taken up. One-two pitch. Fouled back in that. Got a piece of the catcher. And got a. He's going to try and walk it off. Campbell, I mean, he didn't just nick him. No, no, he is. uh, So Dave Jarvis comes out to talk to his catcher. Morgan at the plate, and we can hear the rain coming off the tin roof of yep. this press box. Oh, it, it's it's coming hard now, Chip. <laughs> it is coming hard. I would say that uh, I would not be surprised if uh, once the Blue Raiders are out of this uh, half inning, ball game is over. We'll see. Right now, the Raiders have a runner at first and one out. In the top of the eighth inning. There's a ball hit foul down the left side. Now, given the, the weather forecast, uh, once they stop this thing, it's... You're not going to start it back. No. One-two delivery, swing and a miss, and down on strikes goes Morgan. Got a pinch hitter here, number 22. Bryson Trammell, 6'4", freshman from Bearden High School in Knoxville. A lot of folks have played second fiddle to Farragut, but Bearden has had a had had good teams. One ball and no strikes.
Tramble hits one foul to the left side. One ball, one strike. Two outs in the top of the eighth and an 11-1 Belmont lead. Blue Raiders trying to get something going here in the eighth, but the conditions just continue to get worse and worse. That one, he hit the post. <laughs> that one came back and... Yep. Speaking of hitting the post, Pecorine back in town and having his number retired tomorrow night. Good. He deserves it. He yep. was... Is he the all-time greatest predator? Oh, probably so. Runner goes, fouled away, stays one and two. They may have to stop the game because Belmont may go broke on baseballs here. (laughs) One-two pitch coming. Baird will deliver to Trammell. The one-two pitch, runner goes. That one's up and wild. Runner safe at second. Give him a stolen base on that since he was already moving. Yep, he was going, so that's a stolen base for Snyder. And the count goes to two and two with two away. You look at Trammell's jersey, and he's new into the game, and he's soaked. Yep. 2-2 pitch. Just low for ball three. So a payoff pitch will be coming to Trammell with two outs in the inning. Snyder gets his lead at second. He'll start. And ball four puts Trammell on. Belmont pitching, which was cruising along. Now Dusty Baird has walked a couple, or walked one in this inning. Walked two in this inning. That's That's right. He walked Lopez. That's right. I couldn't even read my own writing there. I've seen your scorebook. Yep. Nagishi at the plate. He's had a good day. Fouls one away. Looks like water's starting to stand out in left field a little bit. Yeah. Sure does, doesn't it? Yep. They've got to bang this one as soon as uh, Blue Raiders are out of this half inning. Snyder dives back toward first. Here's the 0-1, fouled away. Count is 0-2 on Nagishi. Nagishi with two hits and a run scored. He's been the offensive star of the day. Yeah. Raiders have scattered, scattered five other hits. Two-strike pitch and popped up on the infield. The third baseman, Jarvis, goes back and makes a catch in short left field for the final out. In the inning, there were no runs on no hits. Two men left 
and no Belmont errors. We'll take a timeout. Back to Nashville after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back to Nashville. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Easton Snyder stays in the game at shortstop. Now at third. going to be Gabe Jennings, number eight. Well, Peralta has moved to short and Snyder will play second. Peralta will play short. And again, a new third baseman, Trammell or actually now Jennings, as they have made another change there. This game, three hours and 40 minutes old, nearly, within two minutes of that. Coach Jarvis having a meeting down there with the uh, umpires. They're calling it. So they're going to call this game, it appears, right now. And that'll do it. Yep, conditions have just gotten too bad to continue this game any further. Your final score is going to be Belmont 11, Middle Tennessee 1. We will take a timeout, go through some final numbers, and wrap it up. 11-1, to 1, Belmont with the victory here tonight. Middle Tennessee drops to 1-4 on the season with a trip to Myrtle Beach coming up this weekend. So timeout and back with our post-game show after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Welcome back to Nashville. Belmont went an 11-1 game that was called in the top of inning number eight uh, due to deteriorating field conditions and weather. And it, from the get-go, has just been a brutal afternoon and evening uh, for this one here at Rose Park. The, the, uh, the temperature early and then you add 33-degree rain on top yeah. of that and uh, just, just a very tough situation. The game was tied 1-1 going into the bottom of the fourth inning, John. And at that point, Belmont able to pick up three runs in the fourth, one in the fifth, two in the sixth, and four in the seventh inning as Blue Raider pitching uh, had its issues uh, at at that point. Belmont ends up on the night, 11 runs on 13 hits, no errors. They uh, leave 13 men on base on top of all of that. The Blue Raiders are run on seven hits, three errors, and middle left seven men on base. They did have a couple of opportunities to score, but just couldn't get the timely hit when they needed it. Well, the, only one double play in this ball game, and uh, that uh, took the uh, Raiders out of us. Uh, what was one of those scoring situations? The uh, Blue Raiders and Belmont uh, Bruins both used five pitchers tonight. Uh, Avery Gunn started, went two and two thirds. 
of one run, four hit baseball. He walked two, struck out two, and I think his future is very bright. Thought he looked very good yeah. uh, in his first start. That was a situation. He uh, racked up a lot of uh, pitches early. Uh, warmer day, they might let him go a little bit deeper, but uh, uh, we'll be seeing him again for sure. Yep, Trent Siebert, an inning and two-thirds, gave up five hits and four runs, three earned. Jack Julian, an inning, gave up one hit, two runs, both earned. Dustin Sprong, two earned runs in just one inning, walking three and striking out one. And Braden Jones ended the night going two-thirds of an inning, giving up two earned runs on three hits, walking one and striking out one. The Blue Raiders ended up striking out six and walking nine in the ballgame. For Belmont, Jordan Zuger started. He was good as well. Three innings, one run, five-hit baseball. Lane Lamberth came in out of the bullpen. He gets the win, and uh, he is now 1-0. and uh, Trent Siebert, by the way, the second Blue Raider pitcher for, uh, for the game, will suffer the loss in this one. Ethan Lambert went an inning. Caleb Geiswhite went an inning for Belmont. And Dusty Baird also an inning for Belmont. For the Blue Raiders, the hitting stars tonight, two hits each for Mason Spears and uh, Tatsunori Nagishi, uh, each with two hits on the night, and the Raiders' only run scored by Nagishi. For Belmont, uh, Brody Heaton had two hits, Carson Shacklett had two hits, Jackson Campbell had two hits, but Grayson Taylor, the shortstop, Ended up with three hits and four RBIs yeah. on the day. He was Jeff, uh, just a, a tough cat to handle in this one, and uh, that is kind of the wrap on that. So you uh, you want to get back home. They've got to get packed, get stuff cleaned up, and they're heading out from campus in the morning at 6.30 to leave for the airport, heading to Myrtle Beach to play uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday there against Illinois, Ball State, and Rutgers the opponents, and uh, and uh, the best thing about this one right now, John, is it's over. Uh, let's go home. And it's time to go home after this one. As Belmont wins it 11-1, to they'll be coming to Murfreesboro uh, in much warmer conditions, and that will be on April the 19th in a 6 o'clock game at Reese Smith Field. So that's about it. You got that's, anything else? I have nothing else except let's get out of here. That's right. Everybody try to stay warm and dry on this uh Rainy, cold night for John Callow and our uh, Jake Wallman, our studio producer, Chip Walter, saying thanks for being with us. Good night from Nashville as you listen to Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. 
Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.